Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Behind Kentucky Basketball Podcast. TJ Beisner, and here with Brady Kennedy, recruiting analyst. No, he's sitting in the background. Joel Justice is in the house. Joel, how are you? Doing great. Good, uh, good to be here today. And uh, fun night last night. So it's a uh, knock this out today and enjoy the day off. How how what? So I was not with you, at Georgia, last night. I got to enjoy it on television. Uh, looked like an overall impressive team effort. What's the the film say in the post game? What, how do you feel about what you saw from the team uh, against the Bulldogs? Well, I think it's the same thing that we keep saying. Is just you know we were we were good last night. You know I think the most important thing is we we grow from it. We move, you know, towards a a hostile you know environment on Saturday with a, a very good Auburn team, and uh, it's going to present a, a different set of challenges for us. But I think as a staff, we were pretty excited. Uh, about our guys last night, a lot of good individual moments, you know, from some guys, especially you know, getting 20 points I think off the bench again, uh, is is a big key for us. Uh, so it's uh, it, it was good, you know, really excited for Nick, and you know, ultimately excited for Ashton and the the night that he could have, and um, started slow, but my goodness, he finished uh, finished tremendous in the second half. Apologize for the email there. It actually came from Cal. So, again, keeping up the theme of the only person that breaks up the, the podcast. So you were saying something about the game. I got distracted there. Good effort last night. Bench looked good. Ashton, another strong performance. Ashton, we talked a little bit about the, his trajectory. It starts, I think you said before, with defensively he'd committed himself to making an impact on the game to where he had to play. But he's getting a little more comfortable on the offensive end. Now, you, you said famously in the press conference last week, you were asked about Ashton shooting the ball. You said, it's not like we're trying to let him go out there and let it fly, which to your credit, you then walked in the locker room and told Ashton, hey, we're going to ask you about shooting it. We don't want you letting it fly. But but he's more confident, it appears, at least in that, and that's something that could change a lot for this team going forward if, if that's a little more of a threat, if he's more confident on that end of the floor. No, and, and you know he is a guy that we do want to shoot. We need to shoot. And, you know That was more just me having fun with you know, one of the guys that you know has some other right. kind of a podcast. You know, um, but it, it's uh, you know you're you're happy for Ashton because of of how he's playing, but but ultimately you're happy because you want guys to be rewarded for their hard work. You know, you want guys to feel that if Coach Cal gives them, you know the the blueprint to follow that ultimately they will be successful like so many other guys have before. Ashton, you know, is that guy defensively, but offensively, coaches kind of said, "Hey, let's 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 use you this way. Let's play this way." And now he has. He's done what coaches asked, and we've got other guys that are doing the same thing. And you start to see that their uh, production, um, you know, is is starting to to move in a better direction. Yeah, this is a team that. I don't know if they ever wavered in their confidence, even through the struggles. It felt like the group believed they were headed to the right place. And I know that's difficult at times to keep guys 100% bought in to what you want to do. By the way, I'm trying to ask long questions so you have time to finish chewing that popcorn you're eating over there. It's caramel. It's Every time it's, I try to wrap up a question, you dig another corn. handful. I'm hungry. <laughs> Uh, so you you going with the caramel over the cheddar or the butter? It's one yeah, of the, it looks like everybody else has too because I'm having to dig deep into the caramel. <laughs> well, corn you know it's terrible. So that's Brady's Christmas popcorn yeah, that wow. I've had nothing offered to me the entire time we've been in 
Why have you not offered any of that to me? Joel walks right in here and he's I'll got. Go if you come to games. Oh, okay. Listen, that's a, that's a subject for off the podcast. Uh, but anyway, you have three games coming up, Joel, uh, against ranked teams the next three. And this is uh, an opportunity. Let's talk about the caramel corn. I don't, <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about the ranked teams I'm at this fine. point. I don't we either. had a good game last night. Let's talk, let's talk about <laughs> the right. caramel corn. Favorite snack foods. If you're, if you're just chilling at the house and you're just eating, oh, there goes the, the popcorn lid. <laughs> what, what, favorite snack foods if you're just going to sit there and eat. This was a question actually Keldon got for uh, the TV show this week. Uh, I, I love... I love ice cream if I'm sitting in it, but it has to be late, you know, in the evening afterwards. I love chips. Chips are like my, oh, they're the, they're the absolute, you know, Achilles heel for me is any type of chip and then combine it with any type of dip. You know, you've got all kinds, salsa, guac, queso. Um, Do you go the, uh, like, bacon horseradish creamy dip, like the heavy those stuff? Those are good, yes. Yeah. The, the hell of a good dip <laughs> yes, or whatever yeah, it is yeah. dip. Yeah, those are really good. By the way, um, you, the hot dog recommendation, we, that blew up. People really liked your hot dog recommendation, well, I hope too. They so go and, I hope they podcast. go and get it. Um, but, no, I mean, I, I think for us, you know, it, it is a big a big couple weeks. You know, you, you, you hop on the road and go to Auburn, you know, a team that, that performed well out in, out in Maui earlier on and uh, gave Duke a good game. And um, they play so fast at home. You know, when you watch them on film um, – you know, we just had the opportunity to watch him play Georgia. Focused a little bit more on Georgia uh, going into the game, but you can't help, you know, when you're watching it to, to see what other teams do to your up-and-coming opponent. So, so now today you kind of go back and rewatch it a little bit with a different lens uh, to, to check out Auburn. Um, but, my goodness, they play fast. They play really hard. Uh, they share the ball. Um, so it'll be a challenge, you know, and I think the next couple of days we've got to – you know, formulate that that game plan of how you can slow them down, but but also we've got to be who we are. And you know, I think we're at our best when we get stops, fly in transition. Um, so we'll see. You know, you do have that, and then you come home for a couple games, and you got Mississippi State, who you know came back, had a good win last night at home. Um, and ultimately, you know, you have Kansas that that next Saturday. So it's um a big week for us, really a big ten days for us to get better. You got a couple games during that time, but but really for us, once again, this is us you know, chipping away at becoming our best version, both as individuals um, and ultimately as a team. Do you think that, you know, obviously the goal is to win all three of these games, but is there a scenario where you you don't win all three of them and you still say you're better at the end of this run? I mean, is that something that that is is possible? Because, you know, I I count early in the season, said we're not focused on, uh, you know, the score, we're worried about getting better. Are we at the point of the season where the team, you can't just say, hey, we got better you know, we, we, it has to start translating, especially because of, uh, you know, dropping the season opener and struggling in some of those games that will impact your resume. Yeah, I think that, that ultimately you want to win because you want to win. Yeah. Uh, and, and that tells you that you're in a, you are getting better. Um, I think for, for us and our young guys, I, I think anytime you can win is, is good and, and you can teach off of your wins versus teaching off of your losses, which we've, you know, had to do now twice in games that we feel um, – that we should have have won, and, and I, I think for us, you know, winning is is important. Learning is important, so let's try and 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 do both. Um, I, but I, I don't know if I I don't know that I like the question that you asked, just because it was a bad you one. know, it, it's it's one of those times that 
every game is important because yes, it, it helps you in terms of, of your seed in March, but it, but ultimately it helps you to, you know, as a coach to reinforce that we're teaching the right things. Our guys are getting better and um, individuals are getting better and our team is getting better. But, you know, I mean, I, I think the, the most important thing is, you know, when, you know, when, when we win, you can go to Kentucky branded. And that can is get... it right there. Joel, I, I've been sitting here trying to figure out how I'm going to rope this back in here and get it going, and that's why you're everyone's favorite assistant coach. Joel is right. Kentucky branded is a place for all your Kentucky gear, but also your championship gear. You want to celebrate the Citrus Bowl win, and Big Blue Nation is celebrating it so much. They actually sold out of their stock, ordered brand new stock. There are two new shirts that are exclusively available at Kentucky Branded. So you want to go over there. You want to continue to celebrate football success as you get ready for basketball success. So you show your pride through short sleeve shirts, long sleeve shirts, hats, travel mugs, coffee mugs, much more. It's available online at KentuckyBranded.com or in store. Make sure you get yours before they're gone. Joel, that is the best assist of the week. Ashton had a nice lob to EJ last night, mm-hmm. but that Kentucky-branded assist right there, I would safely say is better than that. So thank you. I'm impressed. Good teammate over there. I'm trying. I'm playing, for, you the, playing the, for the podcast, not for me. <laughs> you pushed popcorn away, too. I had so. to, yeah, it's <laughs> more than an arm's length away. So we, we had, you know, we did some questions uh, last week. Lots of questions, very popular. Um one of the questions this week, in fact, the only one that's been submitted, uh, another two, says, Joel, what type of styling products do you recommend for someone with the same but not quite as thin style of hair as TJ? <laughs> so someone who is going kind of bald but isn't apparently as bald as I am at this point. So a question and an insult rolled all into one. Hair advice for Scotty B. Well, Scotty, I think sometimes maybe a hat is the, is the <laughs> best my option. Go-to. You know, is, if you're uh, looking for maybe a, a toboggan or beanie, I'm not sure. Depending on, I don't know. What do you call it? <laughs> um, I don't know. I usually don't wear it because here's the problem: when your hair you start thinning out, going bald. Once you put that hat on, the hair's not going back to where it was before. Yeah. And so, especially now that I'm doing the TV show, once you get those couple of strands in place, you got to really hold them with dear life. Hold them there. So. Um. I, I don't know. I, I think that might be something we sneak into Cal's bathroom one day and see the the product that he uses, maybe. And, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I only I only grew my hair out for a little bit in college and right out of uh, right out of college and quickly reverted. So you've had Cal that. Might, you, so I'll use one of Cal's lines and revert. Reverted. I reverted back to <laughs> the the good look of of uh, just cutting it all off and. Just roll with it. So speaking of that, it reminds me of, of Rex Chapman. We should say we both confronted Rex. He says the reason he texted me back on the last podcast was because he never got a missed call from you. And and then, although his story did change then, he said he didn't have your number. Wasn't that again? Yeah. I, so we caught I him in some I, sort of right, lie. Yeah, there was a semi-untruthful you know, <laughs> semi moment yeah. from Rex. I'm so, not going to say it was a lie, but... And then he said he didn't listen to the podcast yet either, which I hope was a lie, but I'm starting right. to think maybe it wasn't. Uh, there have been a couple questions people submitted regarding the big men facing up taking jumpers. And the tone of most of them makes me think it's a frustration. Why are the bigs taking so many jumpers? So uh, Nick Richards, EJ Montgomery, P.J. Washington, Reed Travis facing up this season. 
Why is that incorporated into uh, what you guys are doing? I think because that we feel comfortable and confident they can make them. I think that coach is going to always put guys in positions that he feels ultimately they're going to be successful. Uh, and, and those guys make those shots in practice. We work on them in individual work. Um, those guys work on them on their own. And I, and I don't think that anybody has on our staff has any, um, you know, any reason to think that those guys taking those shots is a bad shot at all. And we're, we're very confident in, in them making, making those shots and, uh, are, are trying to find ways in some, some, some games to get more of them for those guys. Because I think ultimately stretching the floor is good for us. A coach wants to drive the ball, wants to you know, open, the, open the floor a little bit. It's also good for post-ups when you have a guy that can face up and shoot. Um, but it's, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a question that I think fans maybe want to know more of. And um, I think anytime that you can have skilled players on the floor, the more skilled guys you can have out there, the better. John Hood asks... What is a better? What's better, a standard waffle maker, or the vertical stand-up waffle maker, where you can, which I guess is, the one where you turn it and spin it. I don't know. I've never used either one. His I've opinion never. is a second. You want to agree with that? I'll agree with John. All right, there we go. Um, LG Thomas, if you take Shea Gilgis Alexander out of the equation, which player? It says it has exceeded your expectations the most, but which guy are you most proud of their development? That's maybe a better way to word it because I know you have high expectations for all of them when they come in. Yeah. That's why you recruit them. But whose development have you enjoyed watching? A guy you really appreciate how he's developed. Uh, I mean, I, it's interesting because you you watch them while they're here and then you continue to watch them. Mm-hmm. I think you've got to be happy for – you know, for Shea because of what he did here, how he's playing there. But I think you, know, you got to look at a guy like Hamadou Diallo and Kevin Knox and, and the type of years that they're having, uh, especially Kevin, you know, coming off of the Mosley Rookie of the Month, mm-hmm. you know, and scored 30 points in a game the other day. And you're happy for those guys. Um, I think if you look back and you strictly say during their time at Kentucky, I mean, I, I, you, you're happy for Dominique Hawkins. Uh, how he finished his career. I think Derek Willis, two guys that were, um, you know, seldomly used reserves in their first couple years here. And then uh, during that Elite Eight run that we made, you know, that year were, were integral parts of, of our team. And, you know, yes, it's, it's hard to put your, you know, your finger on just one um, or even two because I just named five right there. You know, it's um, – I think when you do what what you do and, and you coach, you're, you're always happy when when guys are, you know, getting better, and they feel that what we're doing, they're doing, is helping. So they kind of become hungry or thirstier yeah. to to go at it, and um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's neat to to see all of our guys get better, and all of them do get better. This, this is a, a program where you've developed so many guys, Joel, it's hard to put a finger on just one. You know, If you're not as good at your job, it might be easier to pick out one or two, but you've, you know, you're, just, you're a great player developer. You're, ignoring, you're texting me. I'm trying to give you sarcastic. I'm trying to find out where Ashton is. I have a meeting with Ashton in two minutes. So. Oh, all right. Last one, we'll make it quick. Tell Ashton to come. Actually, it's an off day. I can't have him on yeah, the podcast. No, I don't want to get in trouble. Um, so last question then. When Cal came to you, Joel, and said you had to do a podcast with TJ, 
What was your first thought? Did you start thinking about what you had done wrong to Cal to be forced into this? Well, Cal didn't come into me and tell me that I had to do it. I don't even know that he knows that we do the podcast. I, I think that maybe you've told him. I've told him. I, well, back when we were trying to get him on it, I talked right. to him several times about it. So I think you know, he's on coaching mode now, so it's off right. his radar. But, yeah, no, he didn't tell you you had to do it. You volunteered. Yeah, I think you came and told me I had to do it, and I didn't even know who you were. So I guess I just like, sure, I'll just tell me where to go, and I'll, I'll – uh, yeah. I'll uh, just randomly talk to you. And, um, <laughs> who are you? Who are yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. TJ. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. easy to remember. I could at least remember your name. That was, the, that was the easy part, that I could remember your name. It was two letters. And then, I, and then like, today I'll come back from, from a meeting or lunch, and you're just sitting in here with a microphone next to you, like, we doing this or what? Right, Let's do know. it. Yeah, so. We got to do more than one a week cause just to fill that void. I should, I'm, maybe I should go to Auburn. We can do one after the game on Saturday. All right, let's go. Are All you right. allowed to? I'm allowed to do whatever I want, Joel. Ooh, you know that. There we go. Don't tell Cal I said that. Don't tell okay. Cal I said that. Um, but that does it for the – sorry. This is behind Kentucky basketball. I'm hosting the TV show now, which Dude, you is – This out. is like, Kentucky I, I, basketball, yeah. and we just taped that. So make sure you're watching This is Kentucky Basketball, which is our TV show. It's available on Mondays on UKAthletics.com and also over at CoachCal.com. But also, you can watch it throughout the state of Kentucky. Go, ca- go cats. I'm done. <laughs> I was doing that on purpose because I knew he had to go meet Ashton. All right, bye, Joel. Um, <laughs> uh, but all right, while we're, at, we're in it, we'll continue. Uh, in Bowling Green, it's WBKO, Sundays at noon. Hazard, WYMT, Sundays at 11.35 p.m. Lexington, WKYT, Sundays at 11.30 a.m. Louisville, WBKI, Sundays at noon. Paducah, WPSD, Sundays, 8.30 p.m. And then on Fox Sports South, Mondays at 5 p.m. That's the TV show. And, of course, the podcast, please subscribe. Submit your questions. Maybe uh, a little less personally insulting for me next week. Let's try to insult Joe a little bit more. And uh, enjoy your week. Go Cats. And we'll be back soon. That was probably one of your better ones. I'm leaving that in there.